The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. It's Hump Day! Another great show brought to you this hump day Wednesday right there. That's a lot of looking at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center where today, again, Kurt, again, Nate, again, Chris, another lovely, fantastic day. High of 80, currently 76 degrees, and the allergies are kicking my tail. <laughs> wow. Are kicking my tail. Yeah. They are. They are. Mm. But... We are here nonetheless, and we're going to give you the very best that we have because that is Nate Newton. He is Kurt Daniels. I am Jesse Holly. Together we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. The number one watch show via YouTube on the Dallas Cowboys platform. That is us by 100,000 views, and it's because of you. We also like to say thank you to Wingstop. They sponsor this segment. Wingstop, where flavor gets his wings. Mm. Also, the 2022 Wild Court Watch Party at the Miller Lighthouse. Dak Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys are headed to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Wild Card round of the 2022 NFL playoffs. Come out to the Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for free, free, I said free, that's right, I said free, Wild Card Watch Party on Monday, January 16th. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Rowdy, while enjoying long games, food trucks, music, and more, gates open up at 5.30 p.m. Kickoff is at 7.15 p.m. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash 2022 playoffs. You said I was rowdy or rally? Rowdy. Okay. Rowdy. You guys, okay. You rowdy. Doing your show out there? Yeah, we doing it here. No, here. we doing it here. We doing it here. We'll be jumping in. I was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be jumping and having fun. <laughs> You'll be wow. at Texas Live. I'll be yeah. at Texas Live. Yeah, I'll he be, will, man. I'll be See, at Texas Live doing what he was about to there's say. There's a lot it. of ways we can get, you know, with not Jesse them out there, then us over here. So, yeah. But where will you be? I'm going to be resting comfortably <laughs> on my couch watching the game. You know what, man? And, you know, and he had a spot on the plane several years ago, and he kept turning it down, and now they don't even max him no more. No, I never, <laughs> I never was. You I always had, a had spot deadlines here. We had a magazine to put over uh, after the game, so, so I couldn't be traveling. So you kept saying no, and they said, oh, well. I don't know if they ever really offered. I think they did it first. I'm like, no, yeah. I got business to take care of here. So. Yeah, look journey. at you, I'm look at you being journey, studious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As the Cowboys get ready to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the wild card round Monday night at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, good news on the Cowboy front. Okay. Good news. Some reinforcements may be coming. Let's hope. Today on the practice field, the Cowboys activated uh, Jonathan Hakins' 20-day 20, practice window. Um, he'll be on the field today. Yes, sir. As well as the center, Tyler yes, Biotish. He'll be on the field yes, today. Yes, sir. As well as linebacker, Leighton Vanderish. Yes, sir. He'll be on the field today. Yes, sir. So the Cowboys are getting back a little bit I, of help. I guess Biotish's strain wasn't as that bad. Because normally a, in a, a high ankle sprain, that's yeah. like four to six weeks. Yeah. And he's had two, so maybe it wasn't as bad as 
I mean, maybe he's like or he knows how to Wolverine. Play yeah. And just heals so much quicker. <laughs> right, as we get begin to break this thing down, Cowboys offense versus Bucks. Yes, sir. Defense. Yes, sir. Um Nate, do you want to take this away? You you, you said you have some things that you wanted to but I'm saying the same thing over and over. Jess. That's fine. That's so fine. I, I'm gonna let you go on the we ride can, as can, long as you can, go on the ride. We can, we can work around that. <laughs> okay. I, I've known I've known you long enough. We talk about the Cowboys offense. Offense. Yeah. This thing is only about two things. Number okay. one, it is solely and only about the offensive line. Yes. This has nothing to do. CD Lamb would do what he has to do. Uh, the running backs would do what they. Our offensive line has to heal quickly. We need Biotish at the center. We need McGovern at the left guard. We need Tyler Smith at the left tackle. We need the all-pro to be himself, Zach Martin. And we need for uh, Tyron Smith to pick his game up a little bit. This game will be controlled tempo-wise. And time of possession ain't so big with me. If you're scoring points, I'm talking about touchdowns. Time of possession is it's about getting a two touchdown lead if possible. Cause in the in the fourth quarter, with two minutes left or four minutes left, n- nine points may not be enough. I know seven, no seven is not. You see what I'm saying? So, but what I'm saying, this is gonna be about our, our offensive line. And this is gonna be about number two, our quarterback. Everything else is going to take care of itself. Think so? Oh, yes. What if we match up everywhere else with with the greatest of ease, with the greatest of ease. Greatest of ease. Wow. How how about uh, but like a running game hasn't been that well good. It all we have to do is run the ball 31 times at an average of maybe 4.2, 4.5 a clip. That's they haven't that's, been doing lately. It don't find a way. <laughs> I love F- I, I, find a way, man. I'm not cutting you off. Yeah, but, okay, but, uh, but I, you can. That's why I say but whenever you're ready. The turn of Homer Nate is happening. <laughs> this is this is. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> no, 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 no. This no. is optimistic, I, mate. I, I know. I was waiting on what day that we were going to get this turn. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I. I knew it was coming. It was only a matter of time. Today's the day, hump day. <laughs> and now the tide is turning because everything that you say, Nate's like, well, well we got to do four points. I, lo- yeah. I love this, Nate. I love when you get in your Nate Homer bag. So but, uh, go uh, ahead. Continue this your turn. Not, is this – let me tell you all something. Well, listen. If we can average around 4.2, not have any negative plays on first down, Gain at least two or three. I'm not saying four yards. Right. Gain two or three yards. I'm talking about giving Dak a chance to use his tight ends, to use uh, C.D. Lamb. I, see, I asked. I heard Haley uh, Sutton, uh, uh, one of our got, uh, young ladies that work with us, that does a great job. Shout out to you, you Haley. Know, and she asked, uh, Coach, what do you think about getting uh, Michael Gallup? Uh, more in, in tune to the game plan. You know, and, and, I, and I told a couple of people, I said, I don't care. What I need for is for C.D. Lamb to be more in tune. I need for Hilton to be more in tune. I need for Schultz. I, I got to go with what's, what 
I know can bulldog it for me. And those are the three guys I know can bulldog it with me with Ferguson. If I'm going to have a fourth guy, I need for Ferguson to show up. One thing I went and looked at the film on on, on the Carolina Panthers, and I know we have a better offense than them. Mm-hmm. You know, I know our quarterback is better. And they 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 wiped up Car- you know, Carolina got a little early touchdown and then and then the onslaught was on for Tampa. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are better than them. We have but all of this is what I'm saying. If we musical chairing our, our offensive line, then all of what I'm saying is for nothing. What about like okay, for the first thirteen games Pollard was averaging 5.2 yards per carry. Yes. Zeke was averaging 4.2. Yes. Steele went out. Yes. The last four games, Pollard is at 3.2 yards per carry, and Zeke's at 2.7. Mm-hmm. Even if they get Biotis back, they're not going to have Steele back. How can they get this running game going? They're going to have to, brother. This is, this is playoff time. And, and, yes, a lot of what you've done in the regular season carries over into the playoffs. But this is your second. That's second life. You have a thousand plays you can you can you can look at that will fit what you need done. All you have to do is maintain it. This ain't about can you score forty points. This is about can when you get in the red zone will you score at all? Because this team ain't giving up a lot. But this team ain't exploded. They exploded against the Panthers. But before that, they wasn't exploding. Now they getting all of their players back, like we getting all our players back. So it's it's about who's going to execute. The first game we didn't execute. It's been 16, 17, 16 games since that. Now we need to execute. You know, so it's about want to man, and I and and, and maybe I'm going over the top, but I know what our running backs can do. I know what our wide receivers can do, and I'm talking about C.D. Lamb. I'm talking about T.Y. Hilton. I'm talking about uh, Schultz, I'm talking about Ferguson, and I'm talking about Tony Pollard and Zeke. I'm talking about guys that can sit, can consistently bring down the ball for Dak. Now, all I need for Dak to do is listen to the not the people, but listen to your coach for them 15 seconds. Let him help you with these coverages and get the ball to the open man. You don't have to force nothing. Not in the playoffs. You force in the playoffs and the game is over. Keep this thing close until about the fourth quarter. Then somehow, some way, get up by fourteen points. What's that's your a miracle. Though. Biggest worries, though. You mentioned all these skill players. It doesn't. It don't click without that offensive line, right? That's right. Then that's what I'm saying. Our offensive line has to. Biotish has to be back, so everybody can go back home. <laughs> everybody can. The left guard is who he is because they have. What's going to get with seventy four yards against them? Uh, the Panthers. See, the game that counted for them was the Panthers game. And they didn't have a 74 yards uh, uh, rushing against the Bucks, but they had 300-some yards uh, throwing it. But that, that wasn't enough. Uh, they, you know, they, it's a 24-30 game. So I think we scored 24 points. I think our uh, defense is good enough to keep us in the game, but still the factor is that other dude on the other side. You know, 
I mean, you agree, Jess? Yeah, you you disagree? Or? Yeah, no, I, a lot of what you said I absolutely agree with. Um, you know, I know I sounded like a Homer Nate, but I, I got No, 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 no. You yeah. sound like you, you, this yeah. is you. This is, yeah. this is It's good stuff that you were saying to answer uh, um, Kurt's question of, of the run game. I think Kellamore has to get away from the predictable runs. First down run. Yeah, First, yeah. Second down run. And so teams begin to say, this is the exact same team who said after they played you, we knew exactly what they oh, were going to do. Right. Who was it? Uh, David? Was he the one that said that? Might have been. Yeah, I yeah. I don't remember. One of the linebackers. David, yeah, David on, a, on the – Right. So this is the guy that said, you know, this, we knew what they were going to do. We, yeah. we watched film last year. We, we, we anticipated them doing exactly what – and they did it. <laughs> and we saw that in the last couple of weeks. You know, even last week, you're talking about how to, how to get this run game going and get this run game be – Unpredictable. Now I'm not saying I, I don't not tricky, not not not. But on first down, maybe throw a smoke screen. And if you throw it to the CD Lamb, he picks up four yards. Guess what? That's a good. That's that's what we call an extended handoff, right? That's a long handoff that we throw a smoke screen. He gets four yards. It's no different. Me turn around seven yards, hand off to Zeke or Tony Pollard, and they getting four yards. It's an extended handoff. But what it does now is put you in second and second and six. And now the playbook opens up at second and six. You can run, and even if you only get two yards, now we're at third and four. I like third and four. I like third and three yeah. because those are manageable downs when you're talking about winning percentages in third downs. Don't get behind the sticks by trying to run up the middle at these guys. That, yeah. That's not going to work. With you. That's not going to work. When you talk yeah. about guys like Akeem Hicks and Vita Vey and Golston and, 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 and Joe uh, uh, Tyron, how do you pronounce it, Kurt? Uh, Sharika. 6'5", 324 pounds. Like, it's not going to work. 6'4", yeah. So you've you got to be able to get pounds. on the edge. And, and when you get on the edge, get on the edge decisively because those linebackers, White and Davis, mm. they run sideline to sideline. Maybe the best pair in the league. That might be between them and San Francisco, between Greenlaw and Fred Warner and these two. Might be the two, might be the two best paired together. So for the Cowboys, it's 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 being more creative in the run style, getting those guys on the edges, allowing guys like uh, Zach Martin and 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 and, and Tyler Smith to pull and yeah. get those guys in some in some space. And yeah. I think the other thing is before 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 we go there, the yeah. other thing is I think that we have to do is is and we'll get more. You know what? Let's let's let, let's hold off on that, okay, and we'll, okay. we'll bring this up in the second half because I, I do want to dive into this a little bit more because I do agree with your second point. It's on Dak Prescott, and it's on Dak Prescott to trust what he sees, to trust what he sees, and I think that has been the problem with this offense and the quarterback and these interceptions is not trusting what he sees, and this particular defense gives. Dak Prescott and his offense a little bit of trouble. Stay right here with us, and I'll tell you why it does on the other side of this break. Kurt, Nate, Jesse, Holly, we are hanging with the boys. Stay right here with us. When we get back, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss the the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and get you set and ready to go as we break this thing down. Cowboys, uh, Tampa Bay, Monday Night Football. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. 
SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? And talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this hump day Wednesday. The Cowboys are getting themselves ready, set to go versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Monday night football at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay. We're looking up the TV right now. They have um, Akeem Hicks. He's on kind of breaking down what you know their 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 outlook on this game and you know before we went into the break I talked about the second part of Nate's question was it's on Dak Prescott and I do believe like I said yesterday this is his moment this mm-hmm. this is the moment for Dak Prescott he will he will have to propel his team to victory in my opinion um he is going to have to eliminate that stigma that he's kind of attached to himself in the last seven games where he's thrown a, at least one interception in the last seven games. Three of those seven games, he's thrown a pick six. Yeah, Three pick sixes in the last seven games. Uh, th- that is, that's unacceptable on any standard. Um, guys don't throw three pick sixes all season, let alone three pick sixes in the last seven games. Mm. And the, the biggest thing that I see when it comes to Dak Prescott offensively, it, it's trusting what he sees. I've I've we've had this conversation before about this offense being um receiver like route running wise being a, a man beating offense that runs man beating routes in a lot of situations. And what ends up happening a lot of times is you'll see Dak Prescott 
And it was a play that was going on yesterday between Dan uh, Dan Olowski and Kurt Warner, two former NFL quarterbacks, one a little bit better than the other. But I, I respect both of their abilities to break down film and watch film. And they were showing the pick six, and you know Dan's on one hand saying, "Hey, that that ball should have never even been thrown there." Like leverage, coverage wise, that that ball should have never been thrown there. Kurt Warner kind of opposed to it, and he kind of brought up two clips. And the second clip that he brought up. Um, I'm watching Dak Prescott in the pocket, and there, there's there's a there's a couple things that I saw was the second clip that Kurt Warner brought up, not the pick six, but another play where it was actually could have been completed. You saw Dak Prescott not trusted, and he hesitated, and he and he's ugh. and that's we're seeing that far too much with Dak Prescott. We're seeing the hesitation. We're seeing the the doubt sometimes in his throws. Um, and partly that that that's a that's a it's kind of a, a multi-part breakdown because part of it is some of the receivers that he has running these routes are not the best route runners. The other part is again, like I said before, the offense in itself doesn't lend always to be favorable in any coverage. The the, the route <gasps> concept doesn't become favorable in any coverage. It's like it's a man route, but they're playing a zone. Uh, do I trust it? Yeah. Um, and then the third part is is, is is Dak recognizing it, recognizing coming in line of scrimmage and recognizing where the ball should go, and then quickly getting it there. In the last couple of games, you you and you heard him say that in the last game, it was I, I'm trying to make a play, I'm I'm trying to get us going, I'm trying to get us this. And, and sometimes when you when you outthink the system, it backfires. Mm. When, 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 excuse me, when, when you get to the point where it's like, hey, you know, John Kitt would always talk about take profit. And sometimes it's like, yo, if the check down is there, take it. Yeah. That, that, that's a five-yard gain. That's profit. Well, and maybe that jump starts you being able to get some momentum. But don't look off the check down or don't look off the flat route or the shorter route and fixate on this route down the field that may not develop and your pocket is breaking down, you don't have time to throw. You don't have now you've locked in. I, I gotta make a play. I gotta make a play. I gotta make a play. And it, it takes you off the focus of, but what does my profitable reads tell me? If the profitable reads tell me in this coverage that I should go to the flat or in this coverage, take the check down, but my mind is saying we need to make a play. Our energy is not there. Da, 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 da. Well, you've missed that. Yeah fixated on this, and now you force it in there. And I've had this conversation with my guy, uh, uh, Will Steele. I talked about how the aggressive throws, even when complete, are dangerous throws, and it gives you false hope. Because you'll you'll throw an aggressive throw that should not be thrown and complete it, and you think, what a hell of a throw. What a great throw. In moments when you don't need to have it, and then you come back to that well again, and then percentages dictate you shouldn't have went there the first time and you got by. But you went there again because you got there the first time and now you 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 turn over you know turn over on downs or now you're punting or in worst case scenario in Dak's situation has been an interception. So I think that is the second most important part of this and this covers this is Todd Bowles been in this league for a very long time. They're gonna run Tampa two. And they have the hogs up front when you talk about Akeem, uh, we're talking about Vita Vea, Will Ghoston, and, and, and Joe to rush four. And they'll bring Davis and they'll bring other guys off the, you know, as, you know, added in. But they're going to drop a lot of guys in coverage and make Dak have to figure out where guys are blitzing from, coming from, and where guys are dropping to. 
And if he doesn't figure that out, it won't matter what anybody else does because he'll be under siege, and he was the first game. Hmm. They sacked him four times the first game, and I think they had about like nine or 10, 12 pressures on him in that game. So it's going to be figuring out where guys are coming from because they're going to disguise the hell out of this defense and make Dak have to pick through things. Yeah, I can't decide if if hearing that great ex- that was great, and I can't decide if Dak is gun shy because you said he was kind of hesitating on that out, or if he's gunslinging it too much because he's trying to force it down down the field. You know, it, it's, it, but that is that's the thing. It's it's. The indecisiveness. Confidence thing. Maybe, it's, I think he has confidence, but it's, again, trying to do too much. When, when you have a situation where, again, hey, if, if, if the under route is right here in front of your face, then stop looking at the 16-yard dig that ain't mm-hmm. open yet. Take the under. And then if you take the under twice, guess what happens? Now guys go, man, they beat us twice or that under. Now they cheat up. Mm-hmm. Now the 16-yard dig is in there. Yeah. You know, or hey, take this profit in the flat. Give the ball Tony Pollard in the flat, Zeke in the flat, and let them get five, six, seven, eight yards. Maybe they break a tackle, whatever it is. But now what happens is those linebackers now have to respect that your windows open up in the back end, cornerbacks come up, linebackers come up. Now you're able to move and matriculate the ball down the field in other areas. But don't miss the profit. As in real estate, they say, don't step over dollars for pennies. Don't step over profit. For recklessness or aggressiveness. Yeah. Don't step over dollars for pennies. The thing that is killing us is if we didn't if we didn't have the athletes, and I'm talking about Tony Pollard, if we didn't have him coming out of the backfield, uh or, or you didn't have the belief system in your tight end, because I don't think he's a great athlete, but why do you got these guys? You 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 the the Jones is when I pay franchise a dude, and you, you don't use him in the biggest parts of the game. Why? Well, well, you know you you featured him all last year, and all of a sudden you you won't you won't give him you won't give him the ball when you see it was a game, it was a throw early in the game where he looked at CD that he was short. See, he looked, he went downfield, and he patted twice. Then it was still open, and he finally threw it to CD. I'm like. Wasn't he open for a while there? Yeah. <laughs> and dude's, yeah, he been open for. I'm like, what is Dak thinking? Yeah. Uh, Does it? You know, this is a problem that he has to fix. It sounds like mentally. Now he's going up against Tom Brady. Is there more? No, think, he's going up against that Tampa defense. That's I, what killed him I know. last time. It's the defense, but there's also this aura of I have to match Tom Brady. He's going to put up his he's points. Out, i got to put mine. He, I listened to the last show, and they talked about he outdueled Tom Brady. And the first thing I t- text was, <laughs> who won the game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, did, but does, does that add to his – No, it shouldn't. Trying, he's trying to – I know it shouldn't, but as a quarterback sitting back there, he's like, man, I, you know, I got to make this play – Da, 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 you know, in the Brady. back of your mind, when you play against guys like that, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, you think about if I don't get something like I can't have multiple possessions with no points mm-hmm. because you're always thinking in the back of your head, he's going to get one. And then as the game begins to get closer and closer and closer to the end and it's still within that puncher's chance. There would not be a person in this building 
if we hooked them up to a lie detector test and they told you if, the, if it was three minutes left, two minutes left, and you had to give Tom Brady back the ball, would you be scared? There's not one person. If you had to give Tom Brady back the ball with three, four, two minutes left in the game and he's down three, four, six, seven points, are you afraid? There's not a person in this building, if you hooked them up to a lot of technical tests, would tell you, no, nah, I ain't scared. I will call that person, and I don't care how big they are, I will call them a liar to their face. So in the back of your mind, as the game begins to go on, you're thinking about that. You're thinking about, boy, if we don't pull away, if, if they make this a, a puncher's chance, they're going to find a way to get that last possession. And, and, and Tom, and then, and then 45 seconds, 35 seconds, one timeout, he finds a way to do it. This is where Tom beats you. You have to keep this a six-possession game in the first half and, more importantly, in the second half. You have to keep this a six-possession game where Tom and Aaron Rodgers and all these great ones get you is when they have the seventh and the eighth possession. That's where they're deep, where you thinking you outdueling Tom and you throw that interception. Going down the stretch. You up by three and you throw that interception. Now all of a sudden Tom got to go 60 yards with that seventh possession. And it can be a minute left or it can be two minutes left. But when he give you the ball back, it's about 10 seconds left. <laughs> and you done lost the game. Yep. Stay within yourself. Keep this a six-possession six game of peace. Don't give them no extra. The, the ball is the even NFL films, a billion dollar movie industry for the Dallas, for the NFL, told their people a hundred years ago, quit following the player and follow the ball because the ball would take you to the player. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So we have to keep the ball. It is the most prized possession. Yep. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well. That segment was brought to you by blockchain. Blockchain.com. Blockchain. There you go. We need to blockchain our offensive line this weekend. Oh, man. For but, real, chain them together. But, but also, the Star District, the lovely district that we are in right now, just steps away from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters in Frisco. Visit the district, the Star District, your destination for excellent dining, premier shopping, and exciting events. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. All right, we'll take our third and final break, or our second. We'll take our final break of this show. When we come back, we're going to break down Tampa Bay's defense and what they do. Todd Bowles is the head coach, but he's also the defense coordinator and how they're going to try to confuse the Cowboys and what their strengths are. Stay right here with us. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. 
So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to hanging with the boys. As we conclude the final... What is this? I messed that all up. As we finish out this show... Yeah. Sure. As we put in the final touches of this show today, the final conclusions of this show, I'm going to get it right. I, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I fumbled that one. You're doing great. Of, yeah, sometimes you just players mess up. Uh, we're going to just continue to break this thing down. Cowboys, Tampa Bay, Monday night. You know, is there is is there a little advantage? I sorry, disadvantage playing on Monday night. I I would think maybe for the. Cowboys, just because they're already on the road, they're already facing Brady. Maybe that's one more distraction to it. I don't know. But you were saying yesterday that you guys got up for Monday night. So. Well, the, the, the thing is, we had a different mindset. You know, uh, I don't know, and you can look it up, but I don't. Did we have a just a crazy loss like that going into the final playoff week or something? You know, I, I don't know. I yeah, don't remember last that. Last year we won. I think. You know, I'm talking about year. no. Some of the cow, my Cowboys. Oh. When I played, oh. did we have a crazy loss like that? You know, everybody you listen to on the big time radios out there in the street, and you know, uh, I think I'm probably about the most pumped up as guy you're gonna see out of all the shows we we do because everybody's saying they didn't turn loose this, this that loss. I right about now, you can't afford to think anything else. All you got to do is you got to go back in there and pull up tapes where you've been successful against better defenses? What runs have we generated against the better defenses? Uh, why we went away from these runs? But that's what a, that's what a, 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 a guy like uh, 
Kellum got to do, and he got scouts. Ain't nobody out scouting. Everybody's breaking down the bucks. So, hey, man, get some of your gophers. Say, hey, man, what were the most successful plays we had against better defenses? What can we do? How do we do it? Uh, you know, what do we look like? You got to, you got to put – Tape and film out there because you know the we you should know the weaknesses of yourself, you know. Uh, and 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 now you ain't showing that to your player. You showing your player, okay. Well, if we do this, and ex- it's all about execution. The preparation has been put in uh, over the year. You got the sweat equity that you put in to these plays. You should know. Yeah. You should know what's successful, and it and it ain't about. And maybe, see, I'm always hoping I'm wrong because I want to win so bad. But I, I, I tell people, Coach Johnson used to tell us, and y'all hear me say this a thousand times probably by the end of Coach Johnson used to tell us, he used to tell our offensive line, sometimes he would come in the offensive line meeting. He said, fellas, I need for y'all to play your best game. He said, guys, if y'all play y'all best game, I got the skill position guys to do the job. Hmm. He said, but I need for y'all to play y'all best game. And what I mean by that, he said, a, a sack may happen here, a sack may happen there, but we need for our quarterback to be clean. He don't need to be knocked off the spot. He don't need to be rushed, and he don't need to be hit late. Work on your techniques that you put in all year, your sweat equity, and be the best you can be as one unit. And, and that's what we tried to do. And so our offensive line, and that's what I've been trying to get everybody all year to understand. How can you ask eight guys to play five positions and some three guys playing all over the place? How do you build sweat equity? And how can you go in there and face your offensive line now and say, hey, fellas, you are five. I know y'all were not five, but you, now you are <laughs> five. We're not going to rotate you in. We need for you to give us our best. That don't even make sense now. <laughs> not with Vita Vail, <laughs> Akeem Hicks. And this big, they got a linebacker that's six seven. Lord, jeez, Dak, remember Dak got intercepted by a dude that was six seven. What? Because he said he mm. couldn't judge the height. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, you know, as as you get prepared for this game, I know that we have some listeners that said, "Oh, you know, Jesse, Nick, Kurt, you guys are doom and gloom, and you guys are this and this and that." And and you know, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hadn't played well this year. They're eight and nine. We're twelve and five. They, they they don't got it going on. I you know we 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 sensationalize Tom Brady and I think rightfully so. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people will sit here and say, I'm just telling you, Nate. A lot of people will just sit here and say they're eight and nine. Mm-hmm. They they ain't played well all year. And, and my only rebuttal to that is is two. It's one. You're right. They haven't. They haven't. They, 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 they haven't. They they they're, they're eight right. and nine. And and yeah, I think if you just look out on roster wise, we're probably a better football team. Mm-hmm. But I also go back because you know I'm I'm entering that I'm I'm entering the Nate Newton phase in in life where you're talking about all the analytics the the EPA the IPOs <laughs> right, right the RII I, I, all that kind of stuff sometimes I'm not smart enough for it <laughs> I'm not I really I really am not but I can sit down and watch a football game and tell you everything that you need to yeah. know about that game yeah, right right. And I go back and I look when we played teams like the Colts, when we played teams like Washington mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and other teams, we became 
in sort of ways the prescription. We became the medicine to fix all the ailing things that they had going on. Mm-hmm. Teams couldn't run the ball well. What happened? They come play us. They run for 150 yards. Yeah. Teams can't play defense well. What happened? They come to us. They get three sacks and in an interception. So it was like every time we go and play a team, it seems like, you know, well, they, they aren't good at X, Y, and Z. And then they play us. And you're like, where what? did this guy come from? What, 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 what happened? Yeah. Like you know, 32 for, for the Redskins. Yeah. Who is thirty two for the Redskins? The Commanders. That's you know. I was I'm talking, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, I'm old. My head about <laughs> chopped off. I was talking to one of our broadcasters. who was on the sideline during pregame warmups and the whole thing, and and they were saying that it just felt different. Like it didn't. It, it just didn't feel like. No, they didn't think they were going to lose, but it didn't have that same. You know, you get the gut feeling. It right, just didn't right. have that same feeling to it on the sideline. The line. vibe, as the, the young vibe, people say, and. Well, like Curse said it the other day, it's like we, we know we're not right, but we don't know why, you know, more or less. I know uh, why. If, 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 if Nation, sure. yeah. shouldn't he have been getting all the reps he could get? That would help. Yeah, what did you think? Well, we can talk about defense tomorrow. But. Yeah, but but now I, I watch the Panthers game, and, Pan, and I'll say it again, Panthers offense ain't bad now. But they went out there with their scrub players and trying guys out and let's go practice during the game. They weren't doing that. They were trying to beat the Panthers. And if we were going for a position, especially in the first quarter and a half, once we saw that New York really, really laid it down mentally, why did we just keep running our guys out there to get demolished? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's all about a mindset, right? And I think when you look at Tampa Bay's defense, um, like I said earlier, they, they run a Tampa two defense, right? So they're going to have they're going to have traditionally four down linemen, middle linebacker, you know, Sam, Mike, Will, three linebackers. They're going to run a cover two defense in the same out route. That they better not throw it. Be they better they <laughs> not throw it. They better not throw it. We're better cones. You consider that the best. Defense, I guess. No. As a receiver, did you like to see the Tampa two, or is there something else that you would? No, you like to see man to man coverage. Man to man covers or cover three, you like to see that because they go man to man and Tampa and, and, and cover three. They they're gonna pretty much give you cover three. You don't give you everything underneath, hmm. so you can catch it and you make plays. Man to man coverage, that's what you live for. You live for to have a guy line up in front of you and say you can't win down the field. You can't whatever the route you is, but. It's this defense. It's the cover two defense because of the way they disguise it. Because you know it's going to be cover two primarily at the time. But the thing that gets you is who's coming? Hmm. Who's the fifth guy that they are inserting? And sometimes, you know, that middle linebacker, he's always going to turn to the – in Tampa 2, that middle linebacker is going to drop down the middle of the field. He's the whole player down the middle of the field. And he's always going to turn and run to the strength. So if the Cowboys line up in a 2 by 2 guess what? He's going to sprint down the middle of the field and settle. If they run a 3 by one a 3 by, you know 3 by 2 however they break it, or if they run 2 by 2 and the back is to the left side of him, then he's going to turn and run to the – facing the left-hand side. The back to the right side, that's down the strip, two by two, that's now three by two. He's going to run down the middle field and turn this way. So that, that's what they want to do, but they're going to insert someone else at some point in time. And where they confuse you at, because they do have athletes up front. 
the kid like Akeem Hicks, where they may bring uh, um, they may bring Devin White on the blitz and drop him into the flat where Devin White was supposed to be. Hmm. So they do things like that to try to confuse you, and that's the thing that we have to be ready and prepared for of when they drop, when they bring guys, picking them up. And this goes back to your point, Nate. When you begin those musical chairs, when you begin inserting guys, taking guys out every other series, what happens is because – as players, we begin to chronicle things that we saw happen throughout right. the game, right? We go, oh, okay, no, I've seen this look before. He's dropping out. Okay, the blitz is coming from here. And so by the game goes on, you begin to pick things up. But if you I'm out one series, in one series, I'm out one series, in one series, well, when I come back in, I got to recalibrate what I, you know, I, I'm putting the pieces together again. That's why leaving guys out there sometimes, and that's defensively as well. I need to see these route concepts happen in front of me so when I'm able to, to, to picture this thing. So you had something you wanted to say. Yeah, and, 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 the, and what makes this team so unique is they run a 3-4, a basic 3-4. That's their base defense. Now, they run a lot of reduced look, you know, where they bring in the, the tackle down, I mean, the defensive end down to the – tackle position and it looks like a, a four-man front but they have enough athletic linebackers to do just what Jesse's saying yeah. they ain't necessarily got to take their line that is that when you are a good team a good defensive team you don't have to take a, a, a lot of pieces like we have you can see four or five guys running on and off the field it, well they don't do that all the time they like okay we, our defense is ready is it a whole different yeah. challenge when you're facing a really tough front Four or whatever compared to a really tough second line of linebackers? The front four is always going to dictate everything. Ask hmm. TCU. The front four is going to dictate everything. It, the front four. If you got a front four, I mean, I remember we used to play Philadelphia. Reggie, Seth, uh, uh, Clyde Simmons, uh, Jerome Brown, and then they had Pitts and the other kid. When them, when them four dudes lined up or when they went to Bear. When nothing happened, <laughs> the linebackers fed off of that. Right. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of it has to do with if 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 you can win the trench war, now guys like Levante David and Devin White, they free. Yeah. yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody touching them. And that's that. That was the problem that we had last week and the week before that was for our offensive linemen to stick on blocks. It's one thing to go, all right, I block it, Nate. Right. But okay, I get to Nate. Point of contact. Do I hold and sustain that block? Right. If I get to Nate, make contact, and then he sheds me or he falls off, well, then I got to the right guy, but I didn't sustain my block. And that's what's been happening up front for the Cowboys, that they, they've been getting to the right person or they've been late getting to, to people as far as a combo block where I'm on him a hair too long, that linebacker, he gone. He gone. And now you're getting a half a man, but he he even he leaving. So that, that's been the problem, and, and this, this defensive front is going to give you some problems up front, but, again, they're beatable. They're beatable if, we, if we're not predictable. So, all right, that concludes today's show, this hump day show. I hope you all are having a great week. I hope we gave you the information that you need, and we're not doom and gloom. We're just trying to give you things as we see them, as we break this thing down. We do think the Cowboys have an absolute chance to win this football game, and we're going to speak more about that tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Tampa Bay offense and the Cowboys defense, and we're going to break that down and give you what our thoughts and our opinions and what we see on that. So I, may, I hope that you guys were willing to join us again tomorrow. For Kurt, my guy. Yes, sir. For Nate, my dude. Yes, what's up, man? For Chris in the back, for Audio Jazz, for Brother William, yes. Brother Willie, and Brother Will. 
All of you, uh, Will got three names, all one. I want to make sure I get them all. Willie. Uh, Willie. Uh, I, 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 and most importantly, of course, you, the people who made us the most watched YouTube show on the Dallas Cowboys Network. We appreciate you. Tell a friend to tell a friend that you can always come and hang with the boys. I am Jesse Holly. We are yes. hanging with the boys. Until next time. We out. Out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!